Alright, this is episode two of the Bench Mob Podcast. I'm your host, Antonio Burnett, Mr. Still Not Worried. Who else we got here right now? Miles, what's good? Oh, Johan, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm over here zoned out. Johan, I'm chilling, man. Alright, man, it's episode two. We already got our first guest, special guest in the building. I'm going to let him introduce himself to y'all. This is, for me... This is the Haitian president right here. You mm. feel me? <laughs> Haitian president, Mr. TP himself. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Ace. All right, man. We're going to hop right into this uh, with a little NFL. So, as y'all know, Miles Garrett was suspended uh, indefinitely. He just got reinstated. And uh, during his process, he definitely uh, said he didn't justify it, but he explained his actions by... The Steelers quarterback called him a stupid N-word. He did an interview recently this week after being reinstated, expressing, you know, his uh sorrowfulness about the situation and how it wasn't justified and he has to do better. But he still is standing by that he called him a stupid N-word. What's your thoughts on the situation? Do you think, Phil, it was justified? Do you even believe him that he was called this or is this a cop-out? I don't believe him. You don't I believe just, him? No, nah, I just I think he's trying to justify his actions. <clears throat> mm, I mean, I like can't. He, he overreacted to a situation, hit the guy in the helmet, in the head with the helmet, and uh, now he's trying to double down and say it was because he called him the N word. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be sort of it'll be sort of hard to just be like somebody call you on the N word on a what's that a hundred people uh, on the field that's black. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That is sort of tough to believe. But I mean, I can't call it. I don't know. Maybe he did say. Maybe he tried to and then mumbled it in there or something but like that. I don't know. To think about it honestly, like for him to take off his helmet and you know try to hit somebody in the head with it. Like, obviously, I don't know, like, something drastic had to happen for him to do that. He's not, no one's ever just going to take off their helmet. You know, you, you've seen NFL players, when they fight sometimes, they fight with their helmets on. Mm-hmm. Like, what would make you want to take your helmet off and, like, really hurt somebody? Something had to have been said, like, you know, like, I'm not just going to, I don't know, like, for me, like, there's levels to anger. And I feel like there's certain times where, you know, you can maybe talk it out or, but this must have, this this had to have been a violation. Like, the way he added, the way he acted, like, something, you know, he must have felt so enraged for him to take his helmet off and, like, you know, That's I don't know. I, I, I think I, I might, I think I believe him. That's the thing with Miles Garrett, I'll give you that side. Everybody says he's a stand-up guy. He's great in the community. He does charity. They say he's educated in the whole nine. So they say that's not even in his character to do something like that, uh, To especially to respond that way. My only thing is regarding that situation, nobody else heard it. Now, of course, nobody on the still is going to be like, yeah, nah, I heard him say it. I heard him say it, <laughs> right. yeah. But nothing. to me... It's just, a, it's just, it's a little suspect. Yeah, it's a little fishy. A little suspect, um, especially if 
everybody, even an other organization, they say that's not his character. Of course, everybody's saying that's not in the quarterback's character either. He doesn't say that. But for him to respond the way that he did, I think something was said. I don't know if it was to that extent. And at this point, could you even blame him, though? Like, how would it look in the public eye in our generation, right, in our time that we live in? You, it used to be basically like you're innocent to proven guilty in the court of law, but you're innocent to proven guilty basically now by your peers. So what we think, if we think you guilty on Twitter, you guilty. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So what would it look like if he, oh, you know, in fact, you know, I was lying. He ain't call me that. He has no choice but to double down. You see what I'm saying? Like, he can't come out now and be like, as a matter of fact, now that I recall and have recollection, he just said, you stupid black man. He has to double down. I don't know. I feel like he's trying to use this to move away from him, like, overreacting in the moment. Like, he's so taking people, responsibility for it, though. Taking responsibility because... I mean, football is a dangerous sport <laughs> mm-hmm. to begin with. So, I mean. And he got to take responsibility for it. I mean, it was all on camera. Yeah, right. Can't deny it. Like eight nah, angles. that won't me. <laughs> okay. Got caught on five different angles. Yeah, <laughs> but there's as many times as there's a, a person mic'd up on the field, you would think that you would hear something. Like, you would think yeah, that NFL, they would have something. They did their investigation. They yeah, said there was no. Then, there's nothing. No audio of it. Um I mean, at but this can point, we really believe the NFL though? Oh no, mm. we can't trust the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like, we can't trust the NFL at this point. I think personally, he should have just let it, let it go, moved on. Hey, I'm back in the NFL. I'm reinstated. I'm happy. We already know your stance. You feel you said that he said this. No need to bring it back up. No need to continue the conversation. Like, let's just move forward. And you should be getting ready to for the next season because y'all sucked. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just focus on that. Uh, speaking of people moving on, people sucking, teams sucking, and everything like that, we have pretty uh, busy, uh, busy off season with uh, quarterbacks coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Terry Bridgewater. Who do you keep? Who do you get rid of? Who do you bench? So if you had to start one, bench one. Cut one. Who are you going with? And just to give reference for it, Cam Newton's the quarterback of the Panthers. Right now, the front office is split on whether or not they should keep him. You know, he just came off that ankle surgery. He won't be fully healed and have a chance to show till March, right around free agency time. You have Jameis Winston, the quarterback of the Bucks, whose last like five years has led in turnovers and touchdowns. It's bittersweet with him. And then Terry Bidgewater because they don't know in regards to what they're doing with Drew Brees. So if you had to start one, cut one, and bench one, how are you going with that, those three? That's self-explanatory. I'm starting um, Cam Newton, of course, because mm-hmm. we've seen what he can do. Take mm-hmm. you to a Super, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, James Winston, inconsistent. Bench, no, in, amateur. Um just from what we've seen, you know. Uh, and then Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 
Well, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm benching. I'm uh, cutting I'm, cut, I'm cutting Jameis. Yeah, you cutting. So yeah, we're getting rid of that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> getting rid of that. Honestly, you I, s- I think I agree with you on that. One. Yeah, I agree with that. One. How are you going with it, Ma? I don't know. I Jameis is for all his in- inconsistencies. He's he's got potential. Like I mean, you saw he threw for five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, albeit with like thirty picks, but. 30 picks. <laughs> you can help somebody and train somebody to, to not be able to do that. You can? You can, mm. yeah. And think so it's decision-making. Interesting. Like if, I train, if I train you, for example, let's, let's look at it as parents. You train your kid to make sure, hey, you say please, you say thank you. Now, it's still up to your kid when he get to school whether or not he's going to say please and thank you. Right. You can train James Winston, hey, don't force the ball on a triple team. What does James do? Throw it to a triple team. Yeah, but then you want to take Cam when his whole game is based around running the ball, and him running the ball is him getting hurt. He missed all of last season because of him well, running the ball. But that's the thing. Looking at this offseason coming up, they got new leadership there. Ron Rivera is not the coach anymore. So the coach that came in more has more of that college-style offense, which would cater to Cam Newton and what he does. I think – it's the opposite. I think they're just sugarcoating it right now, and they're mm-hmm. gonna move on from Cam this off season. All right. So what would you do? What would you do? That's though? what I want to hear. What for the Panthers? What would I do? Cam Newton, Jameis, Teddy Bridgewater, start. This is this a Jets. Cut. This a Jets fan too. So yeah, preface. That. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's your team again? I'm gonna kill it. I'm the I'm the pa- I'm a Packers fan. Oh, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um. I mean, just based off of past play, you would mm-hmm. go with Cam to start. But I think going forward, I would go with Jameis to start, mm-hmm. bench Cam, and then cut Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Oh no, you're completely, completely mm-hmm. inside to your opinion. This is what the you're start wait. You're, you're ben- starting you're Cam. to the future. To the future. You're though. starting for the Jam- future. Oh, uh-huh. for the future. Cam's coming off that ankle injury. Hold up, but do you believe Cam can be a pocket passer? Because yeah, the more I he runs, so. the more I don't yeah. think so. Because the I more he runs, the more he's susceptible. No, all them to hits gonna injuries. humble you. You might, like, yeah, I, right? I might need to sit in the pocket a little bit. You know, exactly. Like, sometimes injuries can uh, play a part in you changing your game up. So I but feel that, like he might. That's his whole game, though, is running the ball. And he's bigger than everybody else, so he's able to run over people. He mm-hmm. can learn that. But I think because he, he he showed us that he could throw. Like, he can't throw. It's not like he's like a bat. You can't make, mm-hmm. he can't make passes. He definitely he, can he make can throw. passes. He's just yeah. not, like, the most accurate quarterback that's out true. there. And he leans more on his running game because, obviously, he's a very huge quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he can take contact. So I feel like he can adjust to where he throws the ball more, but he's definitely going to start. He, he's definitely going to run. We know that. I'm saying, but I think he'll might change his game more to where he'll throw more, and like maybe like run more, run when it comes to like you know, if it's like third and one or you know it's third down and they need that run, and he gonna go for it. You know, it's Cam. He's not going. You can't tie him down. So, so if you're starting your team, I hear a little common theme here you want a pocket pass quarterback or you want a quarterback that can go on the run 
I mean, your best ability is your availability. Like, if you're out there and you're playing, <sighs> you can help the team win the game. Like, if you're not playing. Yo. Like, honestly. Look at the Panthers this year. They what, didn't win many what games. Cereal, what cereal box did you get that quote from, <laughs> yo? No, for real. For real. That's the truth, though. Captain, for real, no, but where did you get that quote from? Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. That's, that's the truth, though. I've heard Your that best quote. ability is your availability. Yeah, if you're not out there playing, how are you helping especially, the team? Especially in the NFL. Okay. I've heard that before. Also, with the pocket, staying in the pocket, like, nowadays, that's not a thing in the NFL. If we, if we, that's like, true. Like, 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 this last season, it's been straight. <laughs> it's been straight run game. These quarterbacks Lamar is Jackson, different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, Lamar Jackson. So, but how long? I feel like it's changing. How long would that last, though? Because he's taking some, like, shots last year. The other thing, too, yeah. is I don't but, know. In history, have we had a... Mm, I was about to ask, have we had a Super Bowl winner that's a running quarterback? We had Russell Wilson, but Russell, he's not. He's not really. He's he, not. Yeah, he. But he can. He Russell wants to Wilson, pass it first. Yeah, Russell Wilson is a pass-first quarterback. If he needs to run, he'll run. And I think that's what you're saying. you rather have a quarterback that is pass-first that will stand in the pocket. But if need be, you're going to run. But Russell exactly. Wilson, when he runs, you know, he's going to slide. He's not going to take any unnecessary hits. He'll run out of bounds. And it's not going to affect him. Look, I got the five yards. I'm running out of bounds because I know I need to be on the field. I mean, that's like Mike Vick. Young Mike Vick was just running recklessly around the field, diving around. It looked good, but the injuries caught up to him. I mean, other things caught up too, but I don't know. (laughs) Yo. The the NFL is definitely evolving, man. Like, sports in general is evolving. I feel like. It's going to be, first off, the quarterbacks nowadays, they're very athletic. So that pocket thing is definitely going to change. It's going to be a part of the game. It's more exciting, too, though. Exactly. You got to think about you know these owners. They trying to put butts in the seats. What's more exciting, Lamar Jackson running all over the field, making exactly. people miss, or Andrew Luck back in the day just standing there painting Manny? Exactly. No movement. So I, definitely, I mean, both ways are impressive. Like, for a quarterback Very. in the pocket to just carve up a defense, that's mm-hmm. impressive. That's the, but also depends a on how you look at the, Depends on how you look at the game. Though, yeah, too. that's that's the pureness. That's a, a, a purist talking right there. Like, oh, yeah, look at how Peyton Manny is carving him up. He went 46 for 50 for 455 yards yeah, and but four touchdowns. Have, yeah, but if you have, like, an average fan, like, eh, this is boring, you know what I'm saying? It's boring. That's how they look. will look at it, you know. I, yeah. I like it, you know. That's true. Yeah, but your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, he's – He's a great quarterback. He's a pocket quarterback, but he can move mm-hmm. and run when he has to. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just got to be smart with, with your running because somebody's going to definitely line you up, and it's a wrap. <laughs> I mean, up until this point, Cam hasn't been smart with his running. Like, he's taking some shots. I've seen him spin around in the air on a hit it's, Yeah, a it's, diff- it's different with him because he, he relies on his body mass mm-hmm. to take the hit. So, like, mm-hmm. he, he like when you watch Lamar Jackson, he avoids hit. He's not going to, you know, throw his shoulder into a contact. Like, he's spinning. He's dipping. Like, Cam Newton is trying to – he's trying to run through people, too. So, mm-hmm. like, at the same time because he's using his body. So, yeah, well, speaking of running through things, uh, we're going to touch on – uh, the Houston Astros situation uh, with their cheating scandal. Uh-oh. Uh, so, yeah, we're very – everybody's very aware of, you know, what they were doing and whatnot. But what came up in the news this week 
was uh, they started doing interviews and asking, you know, fellow uh, athletes in the MLB what their thoughts were. And they, of course, asked the Houston Astros, who the players, they seemed very remorseful and took responsibility. But uh, the owner, Jim Crane, had a different perspective. Uh, I'm going to read you some of his quotes that he came out with. He said, no, I don't think I should be held accountable. I'm here to correct it and I'm here to take this team forward. The commissioner made it clear that we're not going to go backward. Take that the championship would stay intact. And I agree with him. We were a championship team. So he basically is saying, I can find the other quote also, but he basically said that our cheating scandal had nothing to do with us winning. Um, It didn't affect us winning. We won. It is what it is. Y'all can deal with it. Cool, peace, I'm out. A lot of people rubbed the wrong way. Like, yo, he didn't really apologize. He's not taking responsibility for his actions. Um, very reminiscent of the Patriots and their cheating scandals. Uh, what were your thoughts on this? Was he right in his perspective of like, yo, it's over and done with, let's move on? Um, we beat... It's a MLB is a long season, so we won all these other games. You telling me that this really affected us winning? Is he wrong for his perspective? Should we just move on from it? Or I'm not even familiar on the situation. I know I mean, Miles I, probably knows. I think on. it's tough. You can't really move on from it because baseball is such a long season. Mm-hmm. Like it goes from like March, well, basically February till the end of October. So that's a lot of work all these players put in mm-hmm. for you to cheat the game and get an advantage over everybody is it's messed up and the apology was kind of weak so, so let you know johan what was going on they mm-hmm. were uh sign stealing so and that okay. aspect it helps with specifically more so the uh the hitters right mm-hmm. so when you're pitching you know you got the one two three or mm-hmm. four five that's a fastball if i'm able to know the signal of what you're doing then I know how to hit the ball, whether or not to swing at it, to bunt it, to try to hit it for a home run, hit it for. A... So how were they? How were they still in the signs? Like they were recording them or something? Yeah, they had a camera. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, okay. And it happened. The biggest part. We don't know how many other games and how long it was going on in such a long season, but it happened in the playoffs against the Yankees, which helped them get mm, against my Yankees too. Mm. So it's a lot of people that don't like it so we're just a lot of the players are actually remorseful they take me like one of them came out the one of the pitchers said you know i should have spoke up earlier and i should have said something about it so they were actually remorseful the owner though is like yo y'all just deal with it like move on like i've moved on why haven't y'all yeah but it's easy for them to to just say it like that i mean none of the players were suspended they didn't lose money they didn't Nothing happened. They still have their World Series ring. Oh, they get to keep their World Series, right? They they keep the, it. Okay. The commissioner of the MLB said that the World Series was still intact, so it smears their reputation. But yeah. they still get to keep. I don't think that's the fair. World Ring, World Series ring, because it it should be um, what's it uh, apostrophe? But wait, is it apostrophe? Asterisk. 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 Yeah. Well, it's, too late it's, at night. it's kind of it's kind of the same thing too. Like with the Patriots, everybody doesn't feel like some of their rings shouldn't count, but. There's no asterisk next to it in the record books. And same thing with the Astros. Like, 
the commissioner of the league said, nah, it's valid. It's still intact. That still doesn't make it right, though. Mm-mm. No, like, I don't not. understand how you could say cheating, you know what I'm saying, doesn't affect us. Yes, it does. You cheated. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people cheat to win. For you exactly. to say for you to say cheating has nothing to do with us winning, come on, but like what are you talking about? Where's the logic in that? Mm-hmm. There's no logic in it. And the thing that I think isn't cool is just his response to it is very arrogant. It wasn't like even if you lie, you could have been like, Yeah, we we apologize. It's our bad. We shouldn't have done it. So that was just my perspective on it. I didn't think it was um a cool thing. Uh as you know. Today is Saturday night. Uh, the All-Star festivities has happened. Uh, tomorrow will be the All-Star game. But leading up to it, tomorrow's the All-Star game. Who do you guys feel, if you had to name one player or two, if it comes to your mind, who were some All-Star snubs? Bradley Bill, for sure. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill. Why you say Bradley? I mean, he's balling. I mean, he's trying to put the team on his back the whole season. You could put the record in there, and you see there are like twenty games under five hundred. But he's the only star on that team trying mm-hmm. to trying to win. So it's kind of tough trying to go against some of these teams day in and day in and day out. Carl Anthony Towns snub. Nah, he's not a snub. He he didn't get snubbed. Y'all lost seventeen straight. But he <laughs> hasn't been balling though. We're not putting anybody that lost for <laughs> That's three weeks. crazy. Three weeks in a row. So, in but he hasn't been balling though. That's what. You... So then, from what I'm hearing, then you're more of a statistic guy, not on your going team by who record. balling, right? He going by who balling? No, I'm just asking. So we're going by in your mindset. You're going to go by statistics or the I'm team biased. success or individual success. I'm biased. First of all, of course, with cat. I'm in yeah. general though. Are you more? He's a heavy on fan. individual success or you think he got snubbed out team the, success. Uh, yeah, he's a dog. Game? Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, mind you. By the way, to, I, to help I, I, to mention, he was hurt too. So what that's you said, thing. actually, the Wizards are ninth right now in the Eastern Conference. So he's actually been doing his thing to keep them even respectable right now. But who would you think is a our star snub? I mean, he, he they 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 let him in, but I think he Booker? definitely got stuff. Devin Booker, yeah, Devin Booker, man. He's now with rocking. that, how would you feel? So if you didn't get picked and you only get to be put in the game because of injury, you still feel snubbed. Yeah, I would still feel snubbed. I'm yeah. still playing, but <laughs> I definitely feel snubbed, man. Because it's like I don't even know if I'm playing. I feel disrespected, right? You want to dis- play? No, it's, it's, it's the fact that they'll let you on a team, mm-hmm. but are you going to play though? <laughs> like, you getting those minutes at least, you know. He might even he might just be on the bench. I mean, you still see that he wasn't originally sec- selected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a snub. Yeah, it's just disrespect. Yeah. Completely get that. Um, I definitely would agree on that aspect. I would definitely say Devin Booker. Definitely put up Bradley Bill up there. The crazy statistic that, that that came out, he's the highest scoring NBA player to not be an all-star. Mm. He's averaging 29.7 points per game, and he's not 
an all-star that's mm. dragging the Wizards to a ninth seed right now. Because I feel like they see those as, like, empty stats. Like, it's easy to put up buckets when you're losing. Like, you have to score. You have to, like, put the team on your back. So it's like... I mean, it's been... If I completely agree with what you're saying. Games, yeah. But is is when it comes to the all-star voting, you got the fans obviously involved and then like the coaches and the media. The thing that's just confusion is the confusing is they put people on the all-star team. That's Trey Young. Yeah, but you can't Trey no, Young. No, 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 no. <laughs> off that logic, oh, you on a booty team, it's empty stats. Trey Young balling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boom. Pull it up from the parking lot. Yes, boom, great. The Hawks is not, but this is fan selected too, though, right? Fan selected. You think that's fair? Like honestly, like with the whole, it all boils down to favoritism at the end of the day. Like, there's some people that you know, there's a lot of people that got snubbed that should be in the All Star game because realistically, the All Star game should be the people that are you know performing. It's not. It shouldn't be a name thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people like LeBron, no matter how bad he does in the season, he's going to the All Star game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think. I mean, I respect him, but there's people that's balling. You see, that got every, no name. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's putting their team up there, like Bradley Bill, or in a small market. They don't know? have enough fans. So exactly. Yep. You see it all the time. Like, where... how many Wizard fans do you know? <laughs> That's why they need but to there's, take. There, but there's thousands, there's millions of LeBron fans. Yeah, there's people Universal. that are LeBron fans over Laker fans. And the that's, that's the like, other thing, like you said. Again, he played for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. In China, they not seeing a Wizards game. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like the exposure is completely different. You are yeah. in a bigger market than no disrespect. The Knicks aren't that good right now, <laughs> but. You can go on vacation in the middle of Africa, and they'll be on. Why? Because they are a big market team. Forbes just came out with a list. The Knicks is worth like $4 billion. Somehow. Somehow. Still booty. You told some, of course. It's the Mecca. It's, it's the Mecca of basketball. That's what it is. It's a name. Exactly. Name. So, speaking of names, we've all had this discussion at once time or another college athletes college football college basketball specifically the bigger college collegiate sports um you know they don't get paid for their name naming rights they will use your name make billions off of you and see nothing of it in the nba you know you can do one and done you go to the league the nfl though you got to wait three years and it's such a violent sport Anything could happen. You could be a top prospect your freshman year. Next year, tear your ACL, changes your whole life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if y'all been paying attention or watching. The XFL is going on right now. And the XFL, they do have the ability to select freshmen and sophomores. Uh, the commissioner, Oliver Luck, came out and said, we have the ability to sign a college freshman or sophomore. But we haven't dipped our toe in that pond, but we could in the future. Do you think uh, college football uh, players should forego their sophomore year or their freshman year to go to 
the XFL and actually get paid Wait, and get the bag. I got a question. Hmm. So they can't. Okay, so. Wait, so they can play in college and play in the XFL at the same no, time? No, they can't. So, yeah. you know, in college, once you play a pro game, one one game, you're considered a professional. Yeah. You okay. get paid for it, you're considered a professional. So you're done after. Okay, yeah, okay. Done. I just had to make sure. Okay. Yeah, you're done. So, do you think they should forego sophomore season or their junior season, get that bag? It's less games in the XFL. They get that bag. Prepare for the drive. How do you, how do you see it? Would you forego your mm. college? I don't know. I wouldn't. I I don't think so. I feel like I a lot of these college football players, diehard you know football players, mm-hmm. they their goal is to go to NFL, not no XFL. Mm-hmm. Would you go there as a stop? For example, Brandon Jennings went overseas for that one year, got the bag, one point six mil. Then went to the league. Would you consider going to the XFL and then going to the league? If I was maybe like a backup, a second or a third string, like quarterback or something like that, yeah, I I put on, mm-hmm. I put on in the XFL. Then I go over there. But if I'm like a a starter or something like, and then we don't even know how long the XFL going to last because they stopped before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you're doing it for like a year or two. The next thing yeah, we got to stop this. No ratings. And then, you know, and then you're in the arena football, right? And it's been stopped before because it was like too violent or something, right? Yeah. It was so a, like, it was a... you might play in the XFL and get rocked, and you know, now your dreams of going to the NFL is over. You know, so I feel like you might as well just stay in school, young brother. <laughs> exactly. Do what you got to do, and try to get to the big bag. You know, so I definitely could see that. I mean. The thing that's that's tough is like you said, the XFL is the validity of it, how long it's gonna be around. I'm all for the cosplayers getting a bag. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh you gotta wait three years in such a violent sport. True. That's where it's, it's risky uh for me. I of course would have to talk, you know, sit with my agent and find out would this be the best situation? And the other thing is like how is the NFL even viewing the XFL right now? You feel me? Like the players that's in the XFL, let's say they balling over there. Do the NFL even really take? Yeah, exactly. Take it as serious? Like you feel me? Like no, they we do. play in. Oh, like, they, are they recruiting people from the XFL? I mean, they're watching the XFL to see who's good and who's playing well, and they'll pick pieces from here and there from teams, from other teams. But like, I just think it's it's more valuable for a person to stay in school for those three years because. If you leave after your freshman year, what what happens if you get hurt that first year? Then you have nothing to fall back on. Exactly. Yet. It's not as much money made in the XFL, clearly. I mean, if if you were making as much money in the, the XFL as the NFL, then more people would be going to the XFL. But for that exact reason, that's even more reason for you to stay in school. Get, right. <laughs> focus on your degree. You know, if you're good at football... Pursue that. You got three years. I mean, go to the league. One more year to graduate. Injuries happen. It's it's probably one of the most violent sports out there. So it's right. like, depending on the position you play, you could play four years. You could play fourteen years. <laughs> it's up and down. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't knock anyone that goes there. 
Yeah, I would, but it I would definitely would take, you know, a lot of time to think. Yeah. You know, because it's like. You don't want to make that decision, like you said, a year later, oh, yeah, we got shut down the XFL. Now you're just sitting there. Yeah, right? What if that happens? Like, you start that XFL, and it's like, you know, let's shut it down. Then you got to go to Canada and then try to <laughs> make it from Canada to the league, and it's even harder. You're just making it harder on yourself. And I feel yeah, like also, it's a tough like, situation. NFL recruiters, even though they might check in the NFL, XFL for people, they're really looking at college players anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So stay in college, man, and just keep yeah, playing I guess college it's different ball. With, right? uh, football and basketball. That's yeah. their first look anyway, not college the XFL. Right all right, we come to this point in the show for the bench mob player or team of the week, which is my segment right here. I just make it short and sweet. Uh, my bench mob, I have to give it to the whole team, is the New Orleans Pelicans. Since Zion has come back, these six and four, uh, they're playing a way better brand of basketball, scoring better. Zion is doing his thing. Lonzo is balling. He looks more mm-hmm. like what they expected when right. they drafted him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did come out and say, you know, this is my first time actually being fully healthy, which I think a lot of people be taking for granted and don't understand. When you injured, you don't get a chance, depending on what your injury is, you don't get a chance. I hear a lot of players talk about this. I don't get a chance to work in the summer when I'm supposed to get more in my bag of different moves. I'm rehabbing. Mm-hmm. And then the season starts. This is his first time actually fully being healthy just now up to this point in the season. And you're seeing him, Drew Holiday, Zion, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, the Mm -hmm. all-star, balling. So, for me, that's my definitely my bench mob underdog, you know, team of the week right there. But speaking of them, we're going to talk about Zion Williamson. So I think it's a two-edged sword. Um, I was watching on Sports Center the other day after the game. They lost the game, but legit, it was, say, 14 highlights. 12 of the 14 was Zion. <laughs> they lost. 12 of the 14 was Zion regarding the Pelicans. One of them was Lonzo passing the ball to Zion, and the other was Brandon Ingram sitting on the bench. <laughs> As all of us being basketball players here, playing basketball, um, you know, when when you're in the league, you got to have some type of ego mm-hmm. to get there. It's very reminiscent of when LeBron first came in the league. All the highs were LeBron. If we win, it's because of LeBron. If we lose, y'all suck. Mm-hmm. How would y'all feel if y'all was in the locker room in that situation? We all balling. We 6-4 and four over the last 10 games. I'm the all-star here, Brandon Ingram. Lonzo Ball, I'm balling. And everything is about Zion. Do y'all believe the hype? Is it too much of a hype? How do y'all feel about mm. the Zion coverage? Well, I believe the hype. It's the hype, man. He's a man-child, man. And he's like, he's 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 basically LeBron when he first came into the league. It's all gas, man. Whoa. Gas? You don't think it's gas? Nah, I'm not gas. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying gas as like they're gassing them up as a player. He's he's oh, nice. Okay. He's, I'm saying like I'm at the hype, I guess. You know, with Zion being who he is, the, his jumping ability. You know what I'm saying? 
how he plays, how you know his size, and he's just running through cats like. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, Lonzo balling. Everyone else is balling. Everyone's doing their part. It's not just Zion. Zion didn't win those games. The team did. Yeah. So him being like twelve of the fourteen highlights, <laughs> as I kind of, you know, I'd be a little tight too. Especially a young team too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be tight though. I, I wouldn't I would, be tight, I but be tight. I would. I would feel some type of way. Because if it's a team, you got to lose your ego. But to get to that point in an NBA, you got to have some type of ego still. You feel me? And that's true. And also, that can also that can also um, increase Zion's ego. He might, you know, you don't. I mean, we don't know him personally, I think but he, I, he that looks can very might, humble. That, he looks very humble, man. They always come out humble though. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts out humble. Then once the gas come in, and once you know the people, you know Zion, let me get an autograph. You know, everyone sees Zion, Zion. You know. It might he, his ego might go through you know through the roof and he might just become you know an a hole one day like yeah and it's a it's a it's a young team too on top of that now I believe in Alvin Gentry he's a seasoned coach been around for a while he'll make sure that the locker room stays even kill and everybody understands their role and that they valuable but I know me from the outside looking in when I see it I just be getting annoyed like for real every highlight is Zion wait hold up. Y'all had all these highlights and they lost? All the highlights mm-hmm. and they lost. The other team won. They barely had highlights of the other team winning. You watching Sports Center, you thinking, oh, they must have won. The Pelicans won by like 15. <laughs> nah, the Pelicans lost. They showed two highlights Danilo Gallinari, Cook, Zion, Bucket, Bucket. They're a young squad. That's, I mean, that's even my, that's again, my. To. My more of a concern, I know for me, for example, I'll tell you a story. Like when I was my senior year of high school, I had an ego. I was getting playing time. I wasn't getting the recognition like I felt I should have had. I legit was the worst possible teammate that year. Like the worst possible teammate. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I should be playing, bro. Like, why y'all we, talking about this player? You like, were toxic? Oh, nah, for real. I was <laughs> toxic. Toxic. Toxic tone? Toxic, yo. <laughs> Oh, my God. You seen that post? It's like, yo, sometimes you really got to look in the mirror and be like, Lord, I apologize for being that toxic person sometimes. Mm. That was me. I was toxic. So bad, like, my coach talked about me to the next two teams. Like, yo, don't do what Antonio <laughs> did. Don't. He wouldn't say my name, but they all knew, oh, yeah, he talking mm. about Tone. <laughs> I can't. That's me from the outside looking at it. I can't imagine ain't somebody in that locker room that's feeling some type of way. Or they the reporters coming a lot. Because it's the media. The media does this. The media is all Zion, Zion, Zion. You just had a good game. They're like, yeah, so how does it feel to have Zion back? I just had a triple-double. You asking me about Zion. Just even on the fact of it's like as a man. If you're doing what you're supposed to do and they ask you about another man. Bro, what? You asking me about another man for like, I, What? Nah, because his game is just, like, effortless. Like, he's just... <laughs> you wouldn't even think he just dropped 32 last night. and Yeah, all like, all hustle, you know? All like, hustle, all dunks, all layups. Mm-hmm. It's like... How long do you think it lasts, though? I can see it going for a while. I it mean... Can go, it can go on for... I, think, I, I like his motor. I, like, all right, good so. head on his shoulder. You know, not a... 
Like he's really like a Sean Kemp for real, but without the the uh, problems that Sean Kemp had, you know. So that's that's all good and dandy, but for me, he ain't hit a three since that first game. He was four for four from the three point line the first game. Oh shoot, Zion got a shot. He ain't <laughs> hit a three since. How many has he taken? He knows his game though. Yeah, but that's this not is his my, game right now. This is my concern. So he's what? Eight, nine games in to his career. Now you know once teams start really zeroing in on you, that's the thing. Can you still be productive on the level that he's on? I still think he's gonna be productive because he has a high motor. He's the most athletic person on the court, ninety nine point nine percent every single night. Mm-hmm. So he's going to still produce. It's just there's no post moves really. And it's no jump shot. He don't have a go-to move. You feel me? Like, he don't have... He's not somebody you're going to get a ball to as the face of your franchise. Like, yo, go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. That's why I'm asking, like, how long does this level of productivity last, though? Yeah, but if you look at it, he's not even the go-to guy. Like, he just dropped 30 in back-to-back games with being, like, the third option, fourth option. Ingram didn't play. Well, how does, how does this go? didn't play, but they have... Drew Holiday, Lonzo, mm-hmm. they got like a few other guys on there ahead of Zion. Now don't and don't get still me wrong. 30. I'm just uh playing devil's advocate here just on that aspect of like without having a jump shot, we've seen players struggle tremendously a la Ben Simmons. You're talking about Ben Simmons, all right. In their career where it's like Ben Simmons is still productive. Mm-hmm. He's still going to give you the basically 10, 10, and 8. But it's like it's so much more you feel. His ceiling is here, but he's only coming here. And you know if he gets a jump shot, it'll go whoop, straight to the roof. So That's why you should be excited for players like Ben Simmons and Zion. Like You see him doing all this stuff, and they might not even take a jump shot in the game, and he still drops 30. I got a question. Like that's, oh, this that's goes back crazy. to Ben Simmons, though. Is it that Ben Simmons can't? Uh, did we ask this before you last did. podcast? Is it that he can't shoot, or that he just won't shoot? I feel like it's a mix of both. Because like, I mean, I've seen he can't shoot. It, it, we've seen his form. I mean, but he we've can seen shoot. Him shoot in pregame. Not he knows down. his he knows his game. He knows that's not his strength right now. So he's not gonna take shots. That, do you, do you that think it's hurt, like a mental thing? Like, do you think it's a mental thing? Like, yo, leave him open, and it's like, nah, I don't want to shoot now. I think it definitely... He uh, still dominates the game without a jump shot. But I'm saying, though, do you think that's a mental thing? No, I think it's... Look at Markel Fultz. They said a lot of that was mental. Yeah, so you think it was mental, right? Yeah, I mean, it plays a uh, huge factor in it. That's a part. It plays a part in it. I was listening to uh, Jalen Brown the other day when the season, his second season, and Mm -hmm. he didn't really play that well. And everybody was like, yo, what happened to Jalen Brown? Boom, boom, boom. He said that whole season really was a uh, mental health season for him. Like mm-hmm. mentally, he felt like he lost it. Like yo, well, that's why? what he's saying. I didn't peak at twenty one or something like that. Was that him saying that? Nah, nah, nah. He was just talking about how he was wondering. You know, when they got the additions to the team, they had mm-hmm. Kyrie and everything. He's like, in my mindset, why am I the one that got to take a step back? You feel me? Like, am mm-hmm. I not good enough? Like, why y'all signed these other players and? Me and at the time, me and Terry Rosier got to go to the bench, and our minutes get suffered. Mm-hmm. And mentally, that messed with him. So, a lot of the times, mental plays a factor 
in the sport. Mm-hmm. That's why I say you still gotta have some type of ego. Like you, keep, you still gotta have that type, a little bit of that edge. Like, nah, I'm, I'm Jalen Bryant. Like, nah, I know what I bring to the table. I know what I can offer. Like, so you still gotta have some type of ego. Yeah, but it also so, comes down to if your your teammates trust you. Like, I don't know so, if Kyrie was willing to <laughs> pass it often. So compared that, to like Kemba, they play a lot better right. with Kemba than they do with Kyrie. You're right, but I'm saying that goes back to the Ben Simmons thing. Okay, if I'm at the three point, because this has happened, this happens to people at the gym and everything too. It happens to me too. I'm wide open. You leave me wide open at three. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm leaving yo, you wide open. Yo, chill, dog. <laughs> I have a video of me dropping 14 on you out of 16. You need to relax. It was less. <laughs> okay. We're going to insert that video. We need to insert that video. We're going to insert that we video. We need to insert that video. But um, <laughs> what's it called? So, I mean, if you're leaving me wide open, especially if I haven't hit anything, you've missed, you know, your 0 for 3 or whatever, right? And so, oh, yeah, leave him open. Dang, do I not shoot the next one now? Or do I not shoot the next few? Do you think is that what Ben Simmons like? Okay, the game plan is to leave him open. You're that wide open. If you miss, oh yeah, he sucks. You know what I'm saying? Is that is that what it is? I feel like he already knows that people are gonna let him shoot. It's a confidence but he's still thing too. Though. Doing numbers. It's though. a it's a it's a confidence thing too. He could I think. be better if he worked on that though. I feel like he is working on it, but the he's not is, comfortable like bringing it out yet in a, a game setting. Like he he could do it in practice probably and warm ups and all Mama that stuff. mentality though. Being a basketball player, I feel like you got to be able to play any position, and I feel like with Zion and Ben Simmons, they're going to the rack, they're going to the rack every time. If they and you know going to the rack multiple times, multiple times, you're gonna get fouled. They're going to hack you. You're going to get, you know, most likely someone's really going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You might get hurt. And I feel like to elevate your game more is to get that shot. Because if you get that shot, now the people that's guarding you are going to have to be on their toes. Mm-hmm. It's like now we're going to have to step up. They step up, you can blow past them and go to the basket. It's all about versatility. So I feel like. I think for one, I think Ben Simmons is scared to shoot because he can't. But I feel like if he gets that shot, bro, like that, you know, that gap that you say that's over mm-hmm. his head, that's gonna go. He's gonna go right through that. And he's already, over his head. He's he's, he's he's him and Zion. Yeah, he's already I'm speaking. He's already he's he's a dog. Like, like they're gonna be crazy. He's nice. Speaking Without of a uh, Ben Simmons, you know, nice way to segue into the next segment. My man Johan with his fire fits. One of the plays that he has up here is Ben Simmons. So this oh, is yeah. a perfect way to segue to the next segment. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let's see what I got for Ben Simmons right here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a nice little calm fit right here. Look at this. Calm fit. You know, you can always rock the little... Um, you can rock the ja- right? Yeah, you can rock the jacket over the turtleneck. You know, that's calm. That's a Johan you know, see, fit right there. That, that's a Johan fit right there. But you see, you know, I like my jeans tighter, you know. You know, it's a little it's a little loose down there. It's okay. That's 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 for that's for some people, not for me, but you know. That's a nice calm fit. I'm really digging the turtleneck though. You giving <laughs> it the fire you giving it the fire emoji? I'ma give it the Okay. Just okay? okay. Just okay. Okay, emoji. What you giving it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give it the okay. It's okay? okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. All right, let's go to the next one. I give it a, a yeah. That's oh that's to okay. me, tss, this is fire. You wanna know why? 
You want, this is my boy Shooter, right? Yo, yeah, Dennis Shooter. You want to know why? You want to know why this is fine? Look how bold that is. Look how bold that is. Confident. Confident. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think this is pretty fire, too. But the pants got to go, though. The, oh, the, the crop pants? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wear it. Um, shoot, or maybe I would. Yeah, I think he would. <laughs> or maybe I would. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of think the pink is type is kind of fly. And I like the, the jacket he got on. And the kicks are fire, too. Yeah. I could see myself rocking this. Me too. So you getting it the fire? I'm but like that's that that's fire. like one outfit you put on and then you just don't wear it again. You, oh, you can't wear it again. Once it hit no, the yeah. gram, you can't wear it like, again. No. Yeah, you pop out one day, man. It's a lot going on. It's, yeah. It's if you if you wear that in two months, two months later, like, wait, yo, bro, that's the, probably, that's your only I, fit. I probably, I probably might put the TP that's in the uh, <laughs> with the TP in the little coat pocket. <laughs> it's a little personal. <laughs> Uh, what's the what's your last man? My boy Wendell Carter. You know this is calm right here. You know the Montclair jacket. You know that's clean right there. Hey, it's too cold to have the ripped jeans though. Too cold here yeah. in Chicago. Ripped jeans. You don't. Oh, yeah, right. There's no tights on underneath those either. He's he's got to have your tights on. Underneath. His knees cold as hell right now. <laughs> cold. <laughs> See, yeah, this is this is clean fit right here. This is I clean. like the jacket. Yeah, the jacket is the jack, fly. The jacket make a pop. Yeah, the jeans I rock it in June. Uh, yeah, in June. I probably wouldn't throw that hoodie under the jacket though, but. But it's cold though. It's cold. Uh, no, I mean like a different color. Oh, okay, 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 yes. okay. A different color hoodie. Gotta go with white. Gotta go white. A white one, yeah. right? Exactly. Gotta go throw a light. beanie on that too, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah, that's clean though. Yeah, it's fly. Uh, the kicks right. look dope too, though. Mm -hmm. You can barely see it, but it's alright. I can see myself. I'll rock that. I, I, I'll give that a fire emoji. Fire emoji. All right. You not rocking with it, Miles? <laughs> I'm not rocking. You not rocking with it? What's wrong with it? It's subtle. It's subtle. It's not wrong with it. You don't like the jacket, though? Uh, nah. Really? <laughs> uh, nah. <laughs> jacket That's is crazy. Fire. And is the hoodie tucked in too? Ooh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I didn't even peep that. Yo, the hoodie tucked in the jeans. <laughs> oh, if the hoodie tucked in the jeans, I'm gonna have to take it back. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take it back. Yo, oh, chip, man. chip. Well, that wraps up uh, Johan's fire fits right there. Um, speaking of whether we give it a fire emoji or it's a thumbs down. One of the marquee games that happened before the All-Star break was the Clippers and Celtics game. Preface it right now, Paul George did get injured, but the Clippers-Celtics game went into double overtime. It was an exciting game. The Celtics came out with the win, final score 141 to 133. The Celtics... Do not really do a good job regarding points per game on defense. Um, do you feel you have some concerns about the Clippers looking at how they play defensively? We know they can score. They got Lou Will, sixth man of the year, underground king. You got my man Shamit, Paul George. They got Marcus Morris now. Um, offense isn't a problem for them. Do you have any concerns with them? defensively like you know to win a championship you gonna have to play defense and especially more than likely it's looking like they'll be seeing the lakers 
gave up 141 points. Mm. That's 2K numbers right there. Yeah, but you said it yourself. Game slide is 2K. Two, I mean, yeah, I said 2K. Freaking, um, <laughs> Paul George was out. I mean, they still haven't really came together. Either some low management stuff or somebody's hurt. You know what I'm saying? So they still have to get that uh, that synergy, basically, like playing together. Uh, PG and Kawhi, they still need to play together a few more times. The addition of uh, Marcus Morris, they, you know, they all have to start playing together. Yeah, the chemistry is just not there yet. So you feel chemistry is the issue re- regarding uh, defense? Yeah. You think there's an issue in the locker room? No. I don't think there's an issue in the ro- the locker room. It's just uh, PG's always hurt. Who else? Kawhi's always Low sitting management. out. He's always sitting out. I don't know. It's just I don't see them making the finals. I'm just going to put it out there. Nah, so your last last three games, they're basically giving up 114 points per game as a championship contending team. So I don't know. That's a little bit of a concern for me regarding uh, the defensive aspect on them. Uh, something else that stuck out to me between that game, I will read the stat line for you right here. Well, can we recognize that Jason Tatum's a dog? Like, <laughs> oh, he's uh, a dog. Thirty-nine. A dog. That's why I was about to. I was just about to get to that. Thirty-nine points, and when you look at it, Kawhi Leonard. To finish off between the fourth quarter and OTs, only had five points. Five. Are we still saying Kawhi is regarded as, oh, he is the top player or top two in the league right now? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I still think he's he's up there. He bring, it's, it's brought down a notch because of the load management and all that stuff because it's – you got to be out there playing, not sitting on the bench. But, I mean, we saw him in the, the playoffs last year. He's got it. He knows what to do when when it's crunch time. And that experience from the Spurs and the the Raptors is going to carry over to the, to the Clippers, too. Mm-hmm. They just need Paul George to stay healthy and hit some shots, too. I don't know, man. You can't be giving up that many points like that. And Doc Rivers' teams typically, you know, when he had them Celtics years, they mm-hmm. played lockup. Yeah. So I think Doc Rivers will get it together. It's just it's not a good look right now. Like I said, Jason, we all just agreed right there. Jason Tatum. Chewing them up. Dog. Absolute dog. Um, speaking of dogs and putting them all together on one team, the roster for the USA 2020 Olympic team came out. Um, this is the list of 44. This is obviously not the final roster because you can't bring 44 people to an Olympic game. But we have names up here as Bam Adebayo. Uh, you got Lamarcus Aldrich, Harrison Barnes, Bradley Bill, Booker, Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown. I mean, the list goes on. KD is on it. Uh, Andre Drummond is on it. Montrez Harrell. Tobias Harris, Kyrie, Braun, Miles Turner, like Derek White from the Spurs. Uh, one of the names that's a big name that did not make the list was Trey Young. 
And he obviously, you know, he came out openly said he was hurt by it. But speaking of a roster like this, we've been around for a couple Olympics in our time frame. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose your starting five all-time Olympic team, all-time, who's on your all-time Olympic team? And it don't have to be, like, let's say, for example, Trey Young. He didn't make the roster. They don't have to have played on Olympics. Pick your top, your starting five of your Olympics. You could play small ball. You could be the Rockets. You could pick all guards. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. You know who I got to go. I know. I know. You go team. first, then. Who's your five? You know, I got my man Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. That's one right there, Kobe. Rest in peace. Um, I got to go with Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm taking LeBron. I'm going to throw Kyrie in there. Mm. And One more. Shaq Diesel. I don't think Shaq was in any of the Olympics. Was he in there, any one of the Olympics? I'm not even sure. I don't remember seeing him. I think when he was younger, but they didn't, they didn't win nothing. Yeah, but I'll take Shaq Diesel. Who are you going with your starting five, your all-time five of the Olympics? Mm. There you go. That's tough, man. That's tough. Uh, I definitely, I'm definitely, cause like with the Olympics, like you really don't have to. I mean, everybody always gets blown out, you know. So it's not like a oh, you know, that game was close, you know. It's, I mean, the just USA me. pretty much stunk it up. There's uh, it was the World Games, right? We didn't even, yeah, we I don't know. Win. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, so. I, have, I don't know what that was. That, that's that's not regular. Stars, I didn't even know we had a team. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's <laughs> not even regular. But um. Let's see. I'm going to go with... Sha- oh, yeah. Got got to go with Shaq. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Shaq, first of all. My point guard... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Magic. Ooh, I'm going like to go with Magic. Bit. I want somebody who's going to get the rock to everybody, you know, mm-hmm. so... Um, I was thinking that, but, you know... You I'm got a, that. I'm going to definitely go Kobe. I'm going to go Jordan. I'm going to go Kobe Jordan. Kobe Jordan, Magic, mm-hmm. Shaq, one more. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Garnett because that's my favorite player. I want somebody mm-hmm. to play with that dog in him. KG? Mm-hmm. I like KG. Who you going with? <sighs> I was agreeing with you up, up until the KG part. Because you're, you're disrespectful, that's why. You're going to say like Tim. Hey, but quick question. Tim before Duncan. we before we even go to your, your starting five, speaking of KG, what's up with your organization? How does the Celtics retire KG's number before the Timberwolves do, hey, and man. he played in Minnesota. Hey man, say man. As a Timberwolves <laughs> fan, how you how you feel about that? It's not a good good organization. That's what. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I was just watching. No, never mind. Man. Um, yeah, I was just listening to something or whatever though. But uh, KG was talking, and he was like, "They never got KG no help." You know what I'm saying? He was like asking for it. So I mean. Maybe maybe there's some resentment right there or something like on how he left or mm-hmm. you know so I don't know. Uh, I mean I mean that's good for him. He's still my favorite player. That's what that's the reason I like the yeah, Timberwolves yeah. anyway. He a dog. Yeah. I mean you still got to do right by him. Look, I'm, you did, Iggy right. and Iggy and the uh, and Golden State had a little falling out, but they still showed him love. Oh and Iggy, respect. Iggy, the guy who gonna get the uh, heat over the top to the East, right? That guy. <laughs> Yo, who's your who, who's your uh Wait, can, wait, wait, wait. Can we can we ask Ace is Iggy coming to the Heat gonna put them over the top to win the East? 
No, just I'm not laughing. Like it's, I'm it's, laughing because I think that's some bull. That's oh, you think it's some bull? I don't think he's doing it, man. Okay. He's so what we were the, saying, win the East. You see how he's trying to bring gonna, that that topic we gonna, back from last we week. We gonna give you some context that's on cool. it, right? So cool. he was saying, what you, mean you know, win how, the East number one. No, make so it, it out the, the East. So we gonna give you context, right? What we gotta, were saying, gotta walk through the bucks. What we were saying, right? We were saying that the trades and Iggy coming there helps them to be a contender in the East. Meaning, they gonna hey, get no, nah, not that they're going to get it. But no, they're going to they, get to the playoffs. They're going to get to the playoffs, and they have a chance. We're not saying that they're going to make the finals or that they're going to actually win the finals. Mm-hmm. Johan was like, nah, they're not a contender at all, bro. They booty. They suck. I didn't Iggy, say that. He said, Iggy said he wanted to go to contender. He shouldn't have went to Miami. Fact. That's the context of it. We are not by any chance saying that we thought he was going to. Oh, Iggy come there. They're going to get to the, to the uh-huh. finals. They yeah. still got to deal with Milwaukee, Boston, yeah. Toronto. I don't believe in Milwaukee when it comes to the playoffs, but we're going to show them the respect that they the first seed. Mm-hmm. My pick in the East, me personally, just how we was talking about it. My pick in the East personally, I'm going with Boston. Yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. They starting to come together. I feel they got the most talent and potential. They all, the only issue with them is regarding a big man, they got to go against Joel Embiid. They got to go against Al Horford. They got to go against a Pascal Siakam. And mm-hmm. that's my only concern for them. But I still I'm choosing Boston, and then I would have the Raptors after that before I would choose Milwaukee. Me personally, and I think mm-hmm. Miami Jamie Butler gives them a lot of that gives them some help having give them some leverage definitely give you some help, and we still got the buyouts to be happening. So I really think the Miami Heat not done yet. That's what I was saying. Who else? I think going, they who going. You, who else do you think going? I don't know. I just think they it's Pat Riley. He always making making moves. Always making moves. So that's what I was saying, my viewpoint on it. Johan obviously did not agree with that. So you don't think they have no chance? No, I I didn't agree because he sat out the whole time for uh, Memphis, right? And then said, I want to go to a contender. Okay, cool. That's fine. You can go to a contender. Contender, I'm thinking somebody who's going to definitely for sure be in the finals. And you go to the Heat, just say you want to retire in Miami Beach. Just say That's all you have to say. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. I definitely, you know, they're contenders for the playoffs. For the playoffs. Like, so are the Grizzlies. He probably didn't know they was going to ball like that. He probably didn't know they was going to ball like that. And then he probably could. Why are y'all laughing? Cause, cause look, he probably didn't. Iggy probably didn't think that they were going. Uh, that Memphis was going to ball like that, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's like he can't backtrack. Oh, you know, I want to play a little bit now, you know. So it's like, all right, I still got to get. You know, I still got to go to a team. But the the thing with it, like you're saying, he chose to go to Miami. I think that was his best option. That was his best option. So. His best what, option was to stay in Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> we know why that ain't work out. Um, the Lakers, they didn't have enough assets of what Miami wanted. The Clippers really had their eye more so on Morris from the Knicks. Okay. So the best option where the Grizzlies, because the Grizzlies got to do what's best for them as an organization too. 
their best option was the the Heat. They got they feel much more back coming from the Heat. So it wasn't like I'm pretty sure we don't know the other teams that was involved. But, but let's but say he had to agree to it though. Is what I'm saying. He right? had to agree to it. But look, you said the contenders was the Lakers and Clippers. Once those twos are out, once those two teams are out, as not possible. Bucks. Anything? You think the Bucks was going to trade for Iggy? They weren't one of the teams mentioned as interested in Iggy. They, I'm just, they I'm good. I'm just saying he said a contender. Like, But I'm saying if your option is, let's say, Miami, the Clippers and Lakers, they not options now, right? Boom, they out of it. Milwaukee, mm-hmm. we the number one seed. Do we need Iggy? No, boom, they out of it. You got an option between, let's say, Miami, stay in Memphis, or let's say, all intensive purposes, yo, the Hornets want you. Oh no! See, you see then, what I'm saying? Then, then it's Miami after that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Was the situation the top contender teams either didn't have enough or didn't want him? So this is the best situation for Memphis and best situation for him. Might as well just sat on on Miami too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not backtracking what I said. I'm not taking it back. Yeah, we can tell. Hey, hey, Bob. Who's your top five Olympic team? Uh, <laughs> Magic, Mike, Kobe, Bron, and Shaq. Mm. That's the team I'm running with. Quick five. You're straight to it. Quick five. Yeah. Um, I mess with Kyrie, though. No. Not to start of all time on the, all, uh, on I the mean, Magic Olympic game. I mean, Magic is definitely a good no. pick. You know what I'm saying? Y'all making me you know, think about it, but why not Kyrie, though? Because you got pass. enough scoring already. You got Mike <laughs> and Kobe. You don't need Kyrie to I'm trying drop to run the, I'm trying to run the score up. True, but, but you, he's you've seen the Olympic and you've seen the Olympic games in years. It's like they take turns. Like you got regardless as a the USA to build a roster, you're gonna have too many scores regardless. We exactly. the best jokers in the league. So you going you're gonna have that year that they, they won, it was Kyrie. Kobe, Braun, Melo, like right there alone, it's not enough basketball to go around. Exactly. It's one basketball. So it's that's always gonna be a problem. Bro. And coaches, some coaches say that's a good problem to have. That D Wade. D Wade that yeah, that's crazy. when he went bald. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different D Wade. So you feel me? Like it's gonna we be we didn't even put Melo in there either. Exactly. Oh yeah, y'all did. I'm We're not naming the whole team. Oh yeah. Oh, you're playing mellow in there. I'm, my boy, stay mellow. My off boy, the bench. Off the mellow. My squad. I'm going with a little different pick. Um, I'm starting off with mellow. Okay. I'm gonna go with Kobe. I'm gonna take Charles Barkley. Mm. Mm. He's such a cool. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, He's a coon. Let's but I like Charles Barkley though. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, who am I saying so far? Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. Kobe, um, you said Melo. Of course, give me Braun and give me KD. <laughs> Damn, no center. Wait, wait. Charles who, Barkley. Who the point guard? <laughs> who the point guard? So I'm going with. We're not going to have no point guard. Okay, you just got. Okay, Braun. Braun, Braun, right there. Oh, so Braun. Braun, that's going to set it, set the table. You got 
Charles Barkley, which in the Olympic game, that's a he's eating. That's twenty and twenty right there, yeah. easy against the Olympic competition. Mm-hmm. Especially we have big men, but in a lot of Olympic, you know, the other countries they don't have a lot of seven footers. So yeah, Charles Barkley would fit out just fine. Uh, Kobe, of course. Bronze setting the table. Mello, he shrives in Olympic basketball, bro. That three point is a high school three pointer. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. Mello shrives in that. I, I can easily know. I'm gonna get Mello right now. Could come in. He start off the game. He can start off six for six from the three point. We just bust the game open right there. It's mm-hmm. over five minutes in. That's my, my personal. Rasta, I know you over there shaking your head, but nah, like no Michael Jordan, no. I just wanted to. You're not even gonna have the best player ever on, on your squad. I just wanted to switch it up, just give a different perspective because we were having Sir You disagree? Michael Jordan, you said is the best player ever. Yeah. Uh, we ain't got enough time to even talk on that. We do. Ooh, next time, next time, next time, next, next time. I would love it. I want to hear that. Three. We want to talk about we we going the best players on my team. Mm. Ever, we going to ever the two four man. We going to talk. We we Mr. Yeah, Bryant. All right, we would have Alex Bryant. here for the rest Kobe of the night Bean. if we went on that discussion. But this is uh your segment right here. Uh, this segment is where Miles talks about his best bets that he has coming up in the weekend. Uh, whether it's college basketball, NBA, NFL. MLB, whatever his best bets he feels are. This is, you know, our gambling extraordinaire on the show. So take it away. All right. So since it's All-Star weekend, I'm I'm going to go with uh, the All-Star game. Take Team LeBron mm-hmm. minus six. <laughs> I think that's they, an easy pick. I think they blow him out. Uh, I, I'm going to take the over in that. 303. You know, they don't play defense in the All Star game. So, mm-hmm. you don't think even with this year, it's supposed to be honoring Kobe, they won't? No. no? Oh, okay, cool. Good talk. <laughs> and then for like a player prop, I like LeBron's total, mm-hmm. which is 20 and a half right now. I think he clears that easily. The 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 person that sets the table, LeBron, you think he's getting over 20 points? He's going to have like 10 dunks. It's the All-Star game. He That's always 20. does that. That's, That's 20. 20. You don't think he's going to hit a three or two? Mr. James? Hold on. So we're saying he can't shoot now? No. No. no I'm saying that. No. <laughs> yo, Miles is drastic, yo. <laughs> yo <laughs> he he came out of nowhere, yeah. Get the strap. <laughs> get the gag. Get the gag. Get the gag. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to end off the show. This is a, a new segment that we have here. Uh, we ain't doing this episode one, but. Question. Hmm. You don't think that Team Giannis going to at least put up a fight? I feel that's the that's the JV team at a local <laughs> high school <laughs> going against the varsity team of a prep school. So, like, I feel that's. No disrespect. Shout out to my alma mater. That's JV West Orange High School going against Varsity Monte Verde. <laughs> oh, dang. That's tough. That's how I feel that is. You got some some good players on Team Giannis, of course. 
they all NBA players, so they they all NBA, they all players, NBA players. But, but I think the amount of talent that's on Team Bron's team mm-hmm. by far surpasses what Team Giannis has. We just know when <laughs> Greek Freak retires, he will not be in the front office making any. He's not a good GM, bro. <laughs> any decisions with the GM. You heard him. He's like, I just need someone to go pass the ball. ball. <laughs> just pass the ball. My man had Harton, Kimball Walker, and Trey Young on there as options. He said. No Trey Young. No to James Hart. No to James Hart and took Kevin Walker. Again, if by any chance Kevin Walker hears this, you are a dog. You have been a dog since <laughs> UConn days. Do not take any offense to this my way. The right, step right. back is deadly. Step you saw what he did the other game in that double overtime. To Shemesh. Ooh, that, that boy. Shimmy shimmy shimmy. Like no disrespect to him, but just off of a simple Entertainment aspect. Trey Young is pulling up, literally from the parking lot. Mm-hmm. If I want to win, I'm getting Trey Young. He's going to give you at least in a, a game where we don't play D. 35, 10 assists. Like least. easy, he could get that. Fine. You know what? Maybe you don't want to do that. He putting off for these small dudes too, bro. Facts. James Harden there. You're not going to pick up James Harden. Say so he wants somebody to pass on the rock. You need someone to go pass the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I'm picking a, my best chance to win. That's it's just that simple. And I, even in the All-Star game, you see it, though. It's a level of respect. You know, for example, when Kobe was there and all that, give me, give me the ball, bro. Stop. So Giannis at this point, and Giannis want the ball. He want the rock. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you look at these teams, how they built, it's still like for example, when I think it was the last year Kobe was in the uh, All Star game, the year before that, right? Kyle Lowry made it. He made like two or three straight threes. He knew darn well that fourth three was not going to him. Is going to Kobe. Is going to Bron. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it still would have. Worked out. I get what he's saying though. We're choosing James. <laughs> Not gonna pat the ball. <laughs> Kemba is. Kemba Yo, definitely is. The score gonna be like one forty to twenty. Wow. Well, no, no, no. And no, Giannis no. gonna have all twenty. <laughs> I know James is gonna ISO on Giannis during that game. No, he don't want that. He don't he, want them problems. He, that. he was Ooh, already scared of Kawhi. LeBron? He was already nah. scared of Kawhi. Yeah. Oh, you missed that. Yeah. You missed that segment. I think I, I missed that segment. Y'all not, not 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 specifically on that, but yeah, how yeah. Kawhi that game against the Celtics, he only had five between fourth quarter and overtime. You did that segment? Yeah. For real? Yeah. What was this? That was when you was. I think you went stepping. Y'all room. did that real fast. I mean, it was pretty uh, self-explanatory. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, everybody was in agreement, but I um, think Giannis going go right at LeBron. I missed the whole oh, segment. Yeah, he. That's crazy. He kind of got that dog in him. But mm-hmm. in this last segment right here, this is called the wind down. Everybody takes uh, a little sip of a wine or juice or water or, in his case, he just inhales air. Because <laughs> the miles didn't bring me like an apple juice or nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, you too. You're to blame too. We all got wine cups right here. I don't know why you can't. That's a wine cup. It's just a plastic cup. 
got wine shout out to the plastic it. cup it got wine in it so it's a wine cup oh, right okay. wine um, in, it. in this segment everybody takes a second to share what's on their mind or their heart uh we could go first with johan oh one uh, oh one me the inhaler right here I'll, I'll give you a cup so you don't feel left out i don't want that cup i'm on edge right now oh uh, what's on my mind there's some good quality air in that cup. <laughs> what is on my mind? What? Just about like sports or whatever? Or it could be it could be anything. Anything. Um, However you want to end the segment off. I want to tell the people, yo, my jacket is tough. No, no, no. We know it's tough. But um uh, <laughs> What? We got two games tomorrow. Um I got a game in Jersey City tomorrow. Me and Miles got a game later. Uh, shoot, it ain't really nothing else on my mind. Brunch tomorrow. Are you coming to brunch tomorrow? Brunch is you wanna come? You, my oh, cousin, my cousin golf course, Ashbrook Golf Course. Mm-hmm. You coming? Brunch, ten to two. Wow, you coming? That's church hours. The brunches be litty. You coming? True. Ten to two. Ten to two. Ten to two. You're not coming, Miles. I'm gonna be asleep. Between ten and two. I'm going to be at the gym. You're lying. You don't even go to the gym no more. I do. Okay. So, I end them off my uh, segment with Miles B. Lying. Okay. <laughs> hey, Snow. <laughs> All right. Uh, something that's on my mind. Something you want to say is on in your heart. Um, I guess, like, everybody just keep working, man. Like, um stay positive um 2020 is a it's been hectic already mm-hmm. you know so i feel like uh you know us as being black men just like stay positive because i feel like just because it's black history month things gonna get worse man like it's gonna get harder so that means we gotta grind harder and stay on top of things um Life, um, your job, your girl, things could be very stressful. Um, just find a good tribe, you know what I'm saying, that keep mm-hmm. you, hold you accountable, check up on y'all. Um, and uh, it's over for the hot girl summer, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's raps. <laughs> it's raps for that. I just wanted the women, you know, that. Tune in, listening. Like it, it's it's over for that. Let curtains. Them know. Um, Let them know. Curtains. Yeah, dark. man. Cause you know, it was it was it was hot girl summer, and you know, real real B get an F about a you know a jigger. And they and they were sad yesterday too. And, and it was cold. Right? They were sad yesterday. It was a cold. It was a cold Valentine's yeah. Day. Mm-hmm. So I liked it too. I liked that they were sad. Yeah, I was petty. I I, I posted I, I posted some petty stuff last yesterday. And they was tight. They was talking in my DMs. I mm-hmm. had to put them on block. Block them. Because, you know. Block ain't too strong. Yeah, bro. I, me and my man's Angel, shout out to my man Angel. It's like we treating women <laughs> the same way they treated us last year, mm. all 2020. <laughs> I don't mm. got time. Like, <laughs> you you left on red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're going to catch these mood swings. You know, it, it's your turn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we switching the narrative yeah. now, so. I like that. Stay on top of things, man. Come on, fellas. 
It's our summer, hot boy summer coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stay up. That's it. Go it through my. No, you go. You go first. Nah, you go ahead. <laughs> I want to hear. A mile, I want to hear what Miles got to say. You want before before Miles go? Uh, you want to say anything? All right, cool. Go ahead, Miles. Miles been drinking before he even got in here. You're right. We all drinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, for the people out there, I just want to know what show is better, Martin or Fresh Prince? Mm. <laughs> Martin or Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince. I want to hear y'all take. Fresh Prince. We had this conversation. You know where I stand. I got to go for Martin Payne. Martin all day. Martin related more to the youth. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm rocking with Martin. What you saying, Fresh Prince Miles? Yeah, definitely fresh. Like, this is the man that also said the Jamie Foxx show was better than Martin. I was yeah. kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Come on, it it was wine, a joke. That, that, that was the wine. <laughs> that was the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like Fresh Prince is very funny. Like it's hilarious. It's funny and it has like real sentiments and values that they. they but try Martin, to Martin does too, though. And I feel like Martin definitely touched on. I actually watched the episode a couple of days ago, and I'm like, "Yo, that's mad real." Where it was like, where um, he was he he lost his job, and he was trying to find a new job, and he was just like, "Man, like he, he's trying to provide and be like a man for Gina," and then he goes on this little hiatus where he's like, "Man." Let me just distance myself from everybody. And I feel like we do that a lot. Like, you know, as mm-hmm. guys, like, you want to be able to provide for your girl. You want to be, you know. I just thought that was mad real. And I'm like, even though you might not do it, you can see yourself doing it. Mm-hmm. And it, you kind of, you want, you like, I feel like through that episode, he kind of walked that example for us to, so we could kind of see what it's like. Mm-hmm. For that and that, you know, it's not really the way to go. You gotta face these problems and face it. I thought it was dope, like so. That's why I like Martin about it. You could put yourself in the shoes. So same thing with Fresh Prince, but I don't know, man. I I, I guess because I grew up more on Martin. Cause yeah, my mother to used to watch Martin more, but you know, yep. Fresh Prince came down later. But not gonna lie, like I, Fresh Prince is hilarious, but man. If Martin come on TV and Fresh Prince is on at the same time, I'm clicking mm. on Martin. Like, have it, have y'all ever lost y'all job? He just mentioned losing your job. Have you ever lost your job? I walked out a couple fired? jobs. You walked out? Yeah. Oh. I walked out. You know what's crazy? Look, one time, fired a couple times. You got yeah. fired. <laughs> you seen? You said that extra nonchalant. Like, you know what's crazy? Like <laughs> I, I a couple times. It was it was all my jobs when I was younger. Oh, yeah. All, still, like, but you're still I'm young. young. Yeah, I said younger. It was when all my stupid jobs, stuff. Shout out Tone, twenty seven today. Yeah, twenty seven. Happy today. born. Big twenty seven today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, all my jobs, I I, I left them things. Most of the job like, I have now, I stayed. Wait, for. so wait, okay. So which jobs did you just walk out of? I'm curious to hear now. You uh, just walked out like yeah. while you was working, like you know I don't need this, and just like walked <laughs> yeah, out. Like, I, I didn't show. I didn't show up. I just, I just oh, stopped going. What, what job was it? Uh, well, how many was it? <laughs> just, I'm curious now. I think it was three of them. Oh, yeah. 
My first, the first one I walked out was my first job. That was uh, at AMC, mm-hmm. movie theater. You walked out of it. Yeah, I walked out and I didn't show back. Ain't nobody um, watching movies today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't cutting no tickets. <laughs> Wait, so why did you just walk out? So like... basically it was a problem with the scheduling. Oh. Yeah, so like one time they kept scheduling me for like one day out the week for five hours. Oh. Nah, it makes sense. And I'm like, yo, y'all petty. gonna have to, yeah, y'all gonna have to. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, nah, I'm petty. I'm not gonna lie, I ain't petty. petty On a, like a petty scale, I think I'm a, I think I'm an eight. Mm, that's tough. That's strong. Yeah, like I'm not trying not to be like, you know what I'm saying? But I know it's coming. Like I can't, I can't help. But uh, yeah, I told them, can you fix my schedule? You know, they're like, yeah, we'll get right on it. So next week comes, same thing. Mm. And it'll be Friday. Like, I'll be working Friday uh, for five hours. And I'm like, man, I'm not done well. I'm not going Friday. You got me off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then you want me to show up Friday? Like, nah, I'm taking the whole week off. <laughs> so I left that one. And then one job, too, I left uh, was Target. But he gave me an ultimatum, though. So basically, I ran the transaction for um, a phone because mm-hmm. I used to work for Target Mobile. Mm-hmm. So we used to sell phones. We worked. We weren't really Target employees, but anyway, um, we sell phones. And um, I ran a transaction for this lady. So I printed out the receipts and everything. The transaction went smoothly. But the problem was, so I get I get to work the next day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm ready to clock in, and my manager's there. So I'm like, you know, he's not on the schedule, so I don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking it's weird, but I'm like, I don't really care. I don't care that you're here. I think he's, you know, I think he's like trying to, you know, like watch how I work or something. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking it's that. So I'm like, that's I'm not ner- I wasn't nervous about it. So then you know he's watching me and stuff like that. Then he's like, yeah, man. So um, before you clock in, um, I want to talk to you about this transaction yesterday. He's like, yeah, so apparently you gave two phones away for free. And I'm like, no, I didn't give two phones away for free. I said, I had the receipts in the back. He's like, okay, let me go see, you know. So we usually had to leave the receipts in the back with the inventory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go back there, I get the receipts. I give him the receipts and he's looking at him. He's like, okay, cool. Um, so he goes into the computer and obviously there was a, a computer error Cause he couldn't find them on the computer, mm-hmm. so he was like, "Well, you gave them for free," and I'm like, "How did I give them for free if you're holding the receipts in your hand?" Right. He was like, "Well, if it's not in the system, I'm like, it is in the system because you're holding the receipts. Like, right. <laughs> where'd I get the receipts from?" Right. Like, so we're going back and forth, and at that time, like, I wasn't really, I'm not really going back and forth with anybody, so. Um, he was like, um, so if it's not on the com- computer, uh, and I have the receipts, he's like, well, you have two options. He's like, the options is <laughs> you quit or I fire you. <laughs> but he gave me an ultimatum. That yeah. Day. And I'm like, what the hell kind of option is that? Like, mm-hmm. he was like, well, um, there's nothing really I could do right now. There's nothing I could do. So. That's crazy. I just looked at him and I just walked away. That's crazy. I hopped right in the car. 
<laughs> and Damn. I get home, my father's like, yo, don't you got work? <laughs> I'm like, it's over for that. Like, and I explained to him, he's like, what well, the heck? Was but, it any more jobs? Um, yeah. <laughs> it was one more. Uh, that was one. <laughs> there was one more job, but we're gonna have yeah, we're gonna have he'll be uh another guest again. The main sure. main main point is Fresh Prince over Martin. Alright. Yeah, we can we can, some, we can agree with that, Miles. No, we can not have some good wine, obviously. Uh so we're gonna end off the show. I'll just say this. Uh everybody keep the bigger picture in mind when you going through life. Bigger picture. Uh don't look at what you see right now as the end all be all. Always keep bigger picture in your mind. Keep moving forward. You feel like giving up. Remember this. It's something after this. It's something bigger than this situation you're going through. Is bigger than you. It's to help other people. Legacy thinking. Be legacy minded. Think about your family, your kids, generations after, and everything like that. Bigger picture. This concludes episode two. Of the Benchmob Podcast, which will be everywhere on all streaming platforms for podcasts. Make sure you share it. Make sure you repost it, comment, tell other people about it. We appreciate the support. Benchmob, we out. Peace. Peace.